next. Good morning, Mohamed. Morning, Sakina. And yesterday we said we'd be keeping an eye on the uh, vehicle sales data that was uh, due to be reported, and it seems as though they disappointed. Yeah, unfortunately. I mean, I must say I'm not surprised that they're disappointed, but, you know, we had NAMSA vehicle sales out that the domestic vehicle sales, and that rose by just shy of 1% in October from the 4.9% in, in, in September. Uh, the consensus or the market expectation there was for 4.7%, so I would say quite a material disappointment that came through there. Uh, on the plus side, I must say, if, if we look at commercial vehicles there, you know, they seemed slightly more supported than passenger vehicle sales, which declined by, by around 2.5%. Uh, but by and large, you know, what, what I'm concerned around, I mean, obviously there's some seasonality. I think as you go into the tail end of the year, People tend to defer their, 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 their vehicle purchases because they obviously want to register a vehicle in the new year rather than in, in the outgoing year. Uh, but let's not fool ourselves. I mean, this really is also a little bit of a, a, I guess, a pulse check in terms of the health of the South African consumer. And the fact that passenger vehicle sales are declining is telling us that the consumers are hard-pressed. They're not going to be going out there buying cars mm. unless they can afford to do so. Uh, something that I always look at, just if, if you drill down in the numbers, that's always, of, of, I guess, passing interest to me is how many luxury, when I say luxury, I mean like ultra-luxury vehicles are we actually selling. Uh, and if we look at the number of Porsches sold last month, it's, uh, it comes through at what I think a staggering 128 Porsches that were sold last month, and then four Maseratis. Now, I'm a guy, I like my cars, right? But, I mean, if we look at this, this is telling us that the upper end of the market, the upper segment, not feeling the same mm. degree of pain, I guess, as the lower segment. But, and I guess that's really also symbolic of, of the massive inequality problems that we have in this country. So, for now, it's still very much a tale of two cities. Uh, and unfortunately, in the current economic environment, you know, that's something that may well likely persist over the medium term. Porsche, Maserati, I'll take either. Anyway, uh, the Eurozone PPI stays in deflation, I see. Yeah, if, if you look at the Eurozone, I mean, again, you know, it, it's been fairly quiet. And when I say this, you know, it's tail end of the year. Most of the big economic data prints tend to be out of the way. Uh, lots of speculation around the ECB and what they're likely to do at their policy meeting tomorrow. Uh, but if we look at just the, the, the macroeconomic outlook for the Eurozone, it does remain in a very difficult space. We had their PPI numbers out, and that remains firmly in deflation. I mean, it's been in negative territory for an extended period of time. It's led to a lot of speculation around stimulus coming through. I guess, uh, from the uh, the ECB. Uh, but recent commentary out of the Demario Draghi's deputy indicating that they're not likely to announce this unconstrained quantitative easing uh, just yet. Uh, now, I can believe that simply because the, U- the ECB, the Eurozone, has been so slow to, A, realize this, the extent of the crisis they're in, and then, B, to actually act on that crisis, that whilst I do expect some degree of economic stimulus to come from them in the form of QE, I wouldn't expect it in January or February, but I would expect it at least in the first half of next year. And so on the back of that, I would expect that euro to come under some sustained pressure over the medium to longer term. Yeah. And just uh, very quickly looking at what happened yesterday, the US dollar remaining strong and pressurizing the rand and commodities, Mohamed. Yeah, I mean, this is the reason why I bring this up is yesterday we had a nice rebound in terms of equity prices. We saw some of our dual-listed stocks and some of our commodity stocks rebound. And the reason for that is we, we actually – so first of all, the strong dollar erodes commodity prices. It's why we've seen Brent being pretty downbeat, even you know, overlay on top of that the supply – 
uh, gluts that we've had. But if you look at gold, you look at platinum, you look at your base metals, those have all been a product of a very strong dollar. And, and whilst the dollar does remain very, very overbought in the near term, uh, it doesn't indicate as though it, it's actually created a top just yet. And so that is why, I mean, we, we've seen the rand here around 11.11 currently. Uh, that, I must say, is actually quite resilient. And a lot of people say, what are you talking about, Mohammed? When you say the rand's resilient at 11.11, uh, if we have a look at how we've compared to some of our other emerging market peers over a comparable time period for this year, we've actually held our own against the U.S. dollar that has strengthened in excess of 11. It's now going almost on 12% on a trade-weighted basis. We haven't moved to the same extent uh, as the dollar has actually moved against its major trading partners. Uh, What's the long-term story here? I do expect some consolidation in the U.S. dollar. I'm not in the camp of seeing the RAND go through 11.40 and beyond just yet. I think we're kind of range-bound right now. Uh, but there's obviously a very massive inflation, uh, uh, an inflation outcome for South Africa. Should we see that dollar continue to remain quite strong? We're quite lucky. Our, our major trading partner, the Eurozone, on a global basis, that Euro's been under pressure. And so the Euro Rand hasn't done as badly, and I wouldn't expect it to do as badly as the dollar Rand would do. But Sakina, we put out our monthly insights yesterday for listeners that would like to actually get there. Just tell them to pop me a note on Twitter, and we'll gladly make sure that we send it through to them. 